L.L. Bean has partnered with the National Park Foundation to help you find your happy place. And with more than 400 national parks, there's a good chance you'll find one close to home. Discover your perfect day in a park at findyourpark.com. Welcome to RV Miles. I'm Jason and I'm back. And we are so glad you're back. And I'm Abby. And Jason and I are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, crisscross North America on one epic road trip. Each week we talk all things RV and outdoors from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. Uh, <laughs> Where to start? Where to well, no, let's start by saying... Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> Please don't leave me to do this by myself ever again. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm happy to be back. Uh, thank you so much for keeping us going while I was gone. Of course. Uh, what else am I going to do with no. my time? <laughs> Abby is Abby has been doing everything for this family. Not only still taking care of the businesses and the boys she's been my nurse i i'm on a uh iv drug treatment that abby talked about i'm sure on the past episode you didn't listen no wow uh, and she's <laughs> that's that's savage and uh she she administers three ivs a day to me she has to go to the hospital to get them three times a day because they expire quickly and uh, which means she never gets more than like five hours of sleep. Max, max, max. That's so, OK, hon. You're worth it. Don't worry you. about it. I'm just I have to say and I'm just going to throw a disclaimer out there, because if your doctors are listening, I just want it to be. I want everyone to know that this was not my idea. You insisted on coming back and I'm very glad that you're here, but well, I felt you needed another maybe week or two. And yes, I know what you're going to say. You can talk. I can talk. Just Trust fine. me. I know you can talk, <laughs> but I think that it's still work to sit here and to have to be as charming and as witty as you are on a regular basis. And so I just, I felt that maybe you needed another week's rest, but you have missed this. And I understand the desire and the need to return to some sort of normalcy because you have been living a very sort of cut off existence yes, for the last it's been three weeks. Pretty boring. Yeah. You've watched an incredible amount of the office. Yes. Which I didn't, I've been watching it with you on an office. I've come in and out of the room. I just forgot how much I liked that show. Oh, it's such a good show. It's so good. Did you know that the, the actors say that 95% of that show is what is written in the script? I love that. Because I, I always thought it was like so much improv and they're making so much of it up on their feet. But they say that's what the writers were writing. I love the idea of that because as much as I want to believe that they're just as like quick fire, super witty, just on their feet. I also want to feel like it's really good writing. Yeah. And there is this part of me that thinks somebody really had to be really had to be dialed in to Michael Scott. <laughs> in order to write some of the stuff like today when he, we were watching an episode and he's like, he's in panic mode and he says, 
my brain is going a mile a minute. Pam's like that or no, a mile an hour. I don't remember what he said, but it was just, it was so a mile an hour. I think it was a mile an hour, but it was just so the delivery of it is. So if you're not listening, it just like, it'll totally skate past you because he just says it like it's anything that you would say. And maybe in a way I kind of relate to him because sometimes I, I, you know, flip up my analogies from time to time. <laughs> so it's just, you know, every once in a while I, I mix them up. I get a little Michael Scott in me and I have to say that I have thoroughly enjoyed sort of rewatching that show on this television. It's called the come to the D channel. <laughs> it's misspelled on the TV guide thing. Uh, Isn't it like C O M D E D Y. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we've had a lot of time on our hands in this hotel. We are leaving it tomorrow and headed back to the trailer, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, in just a few days, we will be at the halfway mark of your treatment, which is huge. That will mean we only have three more weeks to go. They are talking about when we can expect to put, cause the piece of bone back on your head because as many of you know jason still has a hole yeah, in the back of his a head hole in my skull about the size of oh i don't know a, like a cookie like an oreo eh, it's a little bigger than that it's like two oreos two oreos wide it's like oval shape it's like a big yeah. cookie from barnes and noble like you know those big cookies you get <laughs> oh the those cafe? are huge it's not that big it's not that big no. okay so no. maybe like somewhere like, in the middle there like two oreos like an oval the size of two oreos okay like that. and uh uh, it's covered with skin. I don't have a hole in my head. You know, they stitch, stitch the skin up and stuff, but there is a hole in my skull. So I have to wear a helmet all the time, even though I took it off so I could wear headphones for this. But yeah, again, <laughs> if any doctors are listening, not my idea. <laughs> but I'm, I sitting, idea. I'm sitting on a bed. We're not walking around or anything right now. So I think it's fine. Uh huh. Um, I can take it off to shower and all that sort of stuff. But I, you know, I'm generally out and about with, and we do go out and about. Um, with the helmet on, which is a whole interesting thing, you know. You get asked all the time how your bike ride was, <laughs> I which I think is just amazing. Because I love that people think that this is the most boring looking bike helmet and that it's got Velcro tabs on the side and that people actually think it's a bike helmet. It's like just white. I mean, it, clearly, it's so boring. it clearly looks like a medical device. It, it really does. It is, maybe just people want to be nice and they would just want to, you know, strike up a conversation with you. What's really interesting and cool about Jason's scar is that during the time that I was changing his dressing, and I think this is really cool. I don't know. This might creep some people out. I can actually see his brain pulsating underneath the skin. So because there's nothing there. Yeah. So that piece of skin is covering it. But when I would change his dressings, I would see, I could see it moving. And at first, I mean, I had a complete and total panic attack the first night I had to do it. I was like crying. I didn't want to, I didn't know what she I was going to see. She was going to see brain. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> maybe you don't know. You didn't know. You couldn't even tell me like what I was going to see. I just, I thought maybe it's going to be like little Frankenstein kind of uh -huh. stuff going up there, you know, but it was a very beautiful stitching job. They did an exceptional job with it. You're hardly even going to be able to notice that you have a scar once your hair grows back, but you know, how many people can say they've seen the brain actually pulsating? I mean, I may not be able to look at his brain with my own eyes, but underneath his skin, I can see it moving. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> Ethan did not find that at all cool. He no. couldn't get out of that bathroom fast enough. <laughs> he was... <laughs>
I tried to get each kid to go. I was like, hey, come look. Like, let's just make it kind of normal. Like, this is what dad looks like right now. Do you want to see? Maybe you're interested in how I'm caring for him. Nobody's interested in how I'm caring. No. Our children are not going into the medical profession. Not interested. Uh, My head is, is, well, it was shaved bald. Uh, It's starting to grow back a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, <laughs> there may be parts of it that never grow back. <laughs> you were already on that route anyway, so you know. <laughs> love you anyway. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to getting back into the trailer too. As much as I've loved staying in this nice hotel, um, yeah, it'll so, be nice to go home. And we have a new mattress, and I'm excited about that. Oh, I don't want to talk about that mattress right now. <laughs> the mattress that came with the trailer was absolutely terrible, right? It, it do we want to call it a mattress? Because I don't even know it's if I like can call it that. Pad. Yeah, I mean it's a glorified pad, and so we had been sleeping on it, and we had bought like a foam topper, thinking that was going to solve the problem. And boy, talk about being rookies in the RV mattress industry, because that did not solve the problem. So we ended up purchasing a mattress from WildernessRVMattress.com, and. This was after looking around and like just doing a little research on our own and just kind of hearing what people had to say. We have no idea how this mattress is going to feel. We haven't slept on it yet, but I can tell you this. It's very heavy. It's (laughs) so heavy. And today I went over to the trailer and I was starting to move some of our stuff because we've been in this hotel for two weeks. So I started moving some of our stuff over and I wanted to open the mattress up because it comes really compact. Like they vacuum sealed it so that they can ship it easily. So you have to put it on there and you have to lay it out. That mattress has to weigh 80 pounds easily. I mean, maybe even more. I don't know. It's on the box. It says it's a team lift. Yeah. I mean, so I'm just saying you're, you're a pro. So, well, I don't know how much of a pro. I mean, if you had seen me, my only saving grace was that no one was was around to watch some of the very (laughs) unusual positions I had to get myself into to try and like yank that thing up onto the bed. Well, the old one um, was super, super light too. And I think that, you know, goes to show you the difference in quality and yeah, I have, I have high hopes for this mattress. I just don't have, I swore I would never do anything like that again after moving our queen mattress out of a two story out of the second floor apartment, throwing it up on top of the minivan, driving it an hour to Indiana, then yanking it up those awkward bus steps. And then all the way to the back of a bus, I swear I would never do anything. This came really, really close to that. I do think if you are, you know, if you're planning to buy um, a budget RV, you should plan on buying a, a mattress for it. Yeah. You know, just, just out of just hand. Do it. Just, just, just put, do it. Yeah. And just factor that into the cost. Because it, it, the old one was like sleeping on plywood. Um, Don't you mean plyboard? No, it's plywood. <laughs> and we're. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Bringing it right back around. <laughs> yeah. I was still waiting for your sense of humor to return. <laughs> um, but this one has springs and foam, which I'm excited about. But it's still, even though it's a spring mattress, it came rolled up and mm-hmm. vacuum sealed. So it was easy to ship. And yeah. And they say that it'll bounce back within 15 to 20 minutes, up to 24 hours. And I, I love the wording. It'll be ready in 15 to 20 minutes, up to 24 hours. Those foam mattresses can be nice, but I, I don't feel like they're so good for side sleepers. And I'm a side sleeper. You're a side sleeper. I'm too. a side sleeper. Yeah. I think springs are better. For- yeah. We ended up, they have three different levels. We got, uh, there's plush, 
medium and firm. And we went middle road. We went medium because we are side sleepers and then I'm a back sleeper. So again, we haven't slept on it. So I don't know if it's any good. The price was right. It was like 50% off its regular price, which at the time we bought it was like, oh, hurry, end of summer sale. And so I bought it. And then I went online today because I wanted to see how heavy that mattress was. And it's the exact same price it was at the end of summer sale that I had five hours to finish my price. (laughs) So, you know, I... (laughs) Who knows? They got me. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, Jason, we've only got five hours. We bought it. All right. That's enough about mattresses. I don't think you can ever talk enough about an RV mattress. <laughs> I think if you go to any Facebook RV group, it's a it's right up there with toilet paper. It's true. Don't even, let's not even go there. No. Let's not go there. So this is it. This is us right now. Our lives consist of uh, IV antibiotics and talking about mattresses. This is what 40 looks like for me now. Abby's 40. I did. I turned 40 uh, about a week or so ago, Happy but birthday. I, mm, thanks. Mm, we don't need to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm, all I'm saying I'm, is that clearly I'm my 48. 40, <laughs> Oh, it's so cute. It's so cute that you're so young. You know, I think that that will probably explain a lot for people when they. Mm -hmm. So anyway, all I was saying was, was that I 40 is all about RV mattresses and brain eating bacteria. Yeah. There you go. And the bills that are going to come with it. Let's not. So let's on that note, let's just take a break (laughs) because I don't want to cry. And I also just want to say before we take the break, though, and I know that I speak for a lot of people, I'm really, really glad you're back. And I'm really, really glad that I'm not faced with doing anything alone ever. And not just this podcast, but like my entire life. (laughs) Well, I'm really glad to be back. And I also want to thank, in addition to you for doing everything, I want to thank every listener that has has been there with support um friends and family lots of really encouraging wonderful messages and i hadn't i my eyesight isn't so good right now it's getting better but i haven't been able to respond to a whole lot and hopefully i'll be able to do more but um you guys have been wonderful and uh i don't know how we could have done this without all the support from our uh, big RV Miles community. So thank you very much. We'll be right back. RV Miles is sponsored by pelicancoolers.com. We love our Pelican Cooler. You've heard us say it over and over. We carry it with us all the time. It sits in the back of our truck and we put our groceries in it when we're uh, going to a grocery store that's far away. We make sure that cold groceries go in it so they're still ice cold when we get back to the RV. We can set it outside and put ice and drinks in it. Pelican coolers are a premium cooler that is better than any premium cooler out there because they are lighter and they are bear proof and they are made in the USA. What more do you need than that? And they might even transport a piece of someone's skull. My my skull is <laughs> is in a freezer right now. 
I mean, so if it's I don't, it's not have really, that, go- it's not really if going I to don't do that. Have like that surgery here <laughs> to put the piece in. We want to have it back in Illinois. Yeah, we'll pack it in some dry ice no. and bring it back to Illinois. I was that <laughs> you really ran with that. Wow, I just kind of thought you were gonna just brush that off, and you no. you went right with it. So it. yeah, hey, you know. Use it if you got it, I guess. So if you are interested in checking out Pelican Coolers, because why wouldn't you after that amazing selling job we just did, you should go over to pelicancoolers.com slash RV miles because every purchase of a hard-sided cooler is also going to come with a free tumbler. Made in the USA, bear proof, lightweight, pelicancoolers.com is the perfect cooler for your next camping trip. Get a free tumbler with any hard side cooler purchase at pelicancoolers.com slash RV miles. And also by Togo. As you know, Togo has been our go-to for all things RV. And when you create a Togo ID, you unlock the entire ecosystem of RV products and resources that Togo has to offer. Some of our newer RV friends find the library of how-to content and video tutorials the most helpful, while others love the trip planning and organizational aspects. One thing that everyone can love is the Togo Roadlink, Roadlink C2, a powerful Wi-Fi booster combined with a 4G LTE antenna. The small all-in-one dome easily installs on your roof and can be controlled by an app instead of a clunky portal. To make things even better, Roadlink has joined forces with AT&T to offer unlimited 4G LTE data plan, especially for RVers. Whether you're a full-time traveler or weekend warrior, Togo is designed to make your life easier. Simplify your travel experience and visit runswithtogo.com. That's runswithtogo spelled T-O-G-O. An RV that runs with Togo enjoys more miles with less trials. A few weeks ago before the brain surgery. (laughs) That's going to be how every conversation starts for a while. A few weeks ago before brain surgery. I did a a review on the website and a YouTube video uh, about the Togo. So if you want more details about how it actually works, how to install it, all that stuff, you can check that out. We'll link to it in the show notes. Um, And you mean the road link. Sorry, the Togo road link. Yes. Yeah. And... uh, but it, it's it's been a lifesaver for us. It's unlimited data. Wherever we go, there's an AT&T signal. And it's, it's wonderful. So Boom, done. Check it out. All right. So we're going to jump back in time. We're going to make like Marty McFly. And we're going to get back in time. And we're going to talk about... Back in time. So we're... Gonna, all right, Huey, calm down. So, <laughs> we're going to talk about Icelandic State Park. Because that is the North Dakota State Park we were at right before we arrived in Minot. And right before Jason, you know, got all dramatic. I think you're starting to sound like you're from North Dakota. I don't know maybe i don't know i think i'm i spend a lot of time talking to the people who work in the pharmacy because they're like my new friends now the accents here are awesome they're amazing so i will take that as a compliment i have i've been making friends in the most random of places i had a very long discussion with our applebee server the other day she and i are now friends on facebook 
she's going through something very similar with her partner. And so she and I kind of bonded uh, after you had skedaddled and went out to the truck because you just couldn't even handle the smell of food. So she and I kind of bonded. And then uh, I had a great conversation with one of the pharmacists who had just vacationed in Kansas City, which was so random, but very cool. Talked about my hometown. So, you know, I'm in my Starbucks people. They see me at like 2.30 on a, every single day because I pop in to get a coffee on my way to the three o'clock pickup. So, <laughs> you know, if I'm being influenced by the the dialect here, it's because it's I'm making friends. I suppose it is. I, that was such a long, I, look, <laughs> I haven't talked to you in a very long <laughs> Anyway. Anywho. Icelandic State Park. It's on the northeast side of the state. Yeah, about 100 miles from the Canadian border. And uh, it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty remote. It's a little. I'm, I mean, there's like towns nearby, but they're very, very small towns. Yeah, you're not going to find a Walmart or anything nearby. The closest Walmart to just to put it into context of like what we're talking about when we talk about towns, the closest Walmart was 130 miles because we made a classic Jason and Abby mistake that we do every time we move to somewhere else. We were like, well, we'll just get here and then we'll go grocery shopping. Yeah. We, we never take the time to figure out where we're going to go grocery. No, shopping. we just move and we're like, we'll go grocery shopping when we get there. And then we got there and I was like, I, uh, there's a grocery store. It's a very small grocery store and kind of an expensive grocery store. Cause it's yes. It, yeah. And it was very close, only about five minutes. But the thing was I had to search really hard to find it because it wasn't coming up on Apple maps and it wasn't coming up on Google maps on as the app. So I had to open up the laptop and do a search of like grocery stores near me. And then even when I found it, I wasn't quite sure it was actually open. So I was over at their website. I was trying to do as many things as I could to vet that this was an actual grocery store because there just wasn't anything out there on it. And I was like, this is either I'm going here or I'm driving two hours to the nearest grocery store. And that would have stunk. Thankfully it was a grocery store. It was open. And yes, like you said, it's a little bit pricey because it's a little bit difficult to get there. And you know, they're the only grocery store around. So North Dakota state parks, first of all, let's just say they're the ones we've been to. We've been to three now. Uh huh. No they, two. We've been to two in a city park. A city park. The two we've been to have been fantastic. They're exceptionally clean. They're well-maintained. They have, the sites are so, for the most part, really nice and level. They're all pretty much pull-throughs. They're uh, affordable. Very affordable, $25 a night. They're manned well. They have, you know, they have camp hosts and rangers and and visitor centers. Um, And we stumbled upon Kids Weekend at Icelandic State Park and I don't think we've ever had more fun at a campground. Oh my gosh. We had the best family time. And I really look upon that as almost like, like that was a gift given to us because what was coming was just going to shake us so hard. And it was just going to shake our family so hard. And to have that weekend and to do the things and the activities that we did together as a family prior to then getting into Minot and just having everything turn upside down and inside out. I I don't think it was a coincidence. It was so great. And so they were doing kids weekend and 
I, we got to chat a little bit with, um, I think it was the park manager mm-hmm. and at, tw- at the end of the weekend, like he came over to talk to us on a Sunday night. And the first thing I said to him was, you all worked so hard this weekend. Thank you so much. Because from the minute Friday started, the event started on Friday and they went through Sunday afternoon. They were doing something almost every hour and it wasn't tiny. They were doing these huge events. They had a magician. They had a scavenger hunt. He was amazing. Um, they had bingo bingo which which two of our kids won yes we had a sandcastle building contest that i did with henry we did not win no uh but you had a good showing we did an obstacle course they had arts and crafts they had the hunt the, the, oh, so they had, this the, is what we, we ended up dropping a lot of what yeah, we This doing. is where, this is where things so, got crazy for the person. After every event, they gave out a clue for a medallion that was hidden But it wasn't a medallion, but we thought it well, was a medallion. Well, they kept saying it was a medallion yeah. hidden in the park. We were <laughs> hot on the trail. Okay, so let's back it up though. So let's tell the story. So Friday night we go and there's this really super cool scavenger hunt. And what's fun about the scavenger hunt is they encourage you to think outside the box on some of the items. So we run back to our trailer and we're kind of like, and it's all Western themed. The whole weekend is Western themed. So we're trying to come up with like, you know, one of the things is uh, a leather fringe vest. You know, and some people had cut up a plastic, like plastic bags and like worn them to make it look like, so they really want like to look like a fringed vest. So they really wanted you to think outside the box. And so we just gather up all this stuff and we put it in a bag and we bring it back up there. And so they announced that they're going to do like the, they're going to give you a clue after every event to the ultimate prize of the weekend. So there's the clue Friday night. Then on Saturday we go to uh, bingo and we get that clue and every clue that had come prior to bingo because there had been a couple events and we're laying there on our blanket and I think it was you or me I don't know which one of us it was but we were like you guys no one's looking for this like we have four clues here nobody is looking for this everyone else is off doing activities yeah this is the hidden immunity idol from survivor we gotta find this yeah and it became this family's mission it it, it, it became an obsession it, it consumed us um and what's really unfortunate is we lost we lost but we also <laughs> we were the first ones to get to where it was yeah. we just didn't see it so we didn't see it because we were looking for a medallion the place that was it was in an it was, it was in a paper an, it was an, an envelope. envelope and um the the place it was in i had looked in hours before it was found oh yeah so we figure out that the clue the most recent clue is to go to the visitor center and up at the visitor center they have all of these old-timey buildings like a schoolhouse and a cabin and the um, home of the family that lived on the land and i'm i'm so sorry i can't remember their name but their home church a church we figure out that the clue is the medallion is there it's on the property of the visitor center and for three hours 
we search. And, and <laughs> in come people every once in a while. And it's sometimes it got a little um, competitive with other families as they were trying to you know, get in on our clue. And I was like, you can't have our clue. <laughs> like, it maybe got a little too competitive, but we put our phones down. We didn't video it. We didn't take pictures of it. We didn't do anything on a Saturday afternoon, but run around as a family and try to find this thing. And then every time an hour would click through and a new event would end, Jason and the boys or Jason and whoever would drive up to where that event was and get the next clue from the Rangers. And what's funny is we figured out where the end game was. It was the Ranger station. That was the end game, but they wouldn't give me the prize because I didn't have the thing that you have to turn in to get the prize. And the rain, no one, none of the Rangers knew. And they were all so like, they were all so desperately wanting to help us. Cause they're like, you guys have been looking for so long. Yeah. But we're the, we were those people that like when you're watching the amazing race or you're watching survivor, you're screaming at your television app because they're, they're just walking past the clue like 50 times. Yeah. We now, were them. So that it was, uh, it was an absolute blast. If anybody listening owns a campground, I'm telling you that's a great, great. Oh, idea. it's so, it was so much fun. And even though we were bummed that we didn't find the big prize, I wouldn't change it for the world because we had five hours of pure family fun where no kid was asking to watch YouTube or get on their devices and we weren't pulled away to work and we weren't thinking about this or thinking about that. We were just being a family and having fun. And I loved every moment of it and I cherish it so much because we don't get to do a lot of that. Yeah. And I think it's so great that this campground just didn't, didn't let up with the activities they i mean they they were going and for 36 hours yeah yeah those rangers worked hard they worked so hard for us and i was so grateful and every time i got a chance to tell one of them how much i appreciated their the work they were doing i i tried to because it's not easy to organize those kinds of events and on saturday night they had, they were just given prizes away. Like it was raining gifts yeah, for those children. Prizes for the kids. They're, they had bikes that they were giving out. They had all kinds of stuff. They thousands of dollars worth of Oh, toys. the community, just so much community support too for this weekend. The community all, I don't know what the mile radius was of the community that pitched in here, but there were so many sponsors and they, the, campground was packed. There were kids everywhere. The playground was packed until 10 o'clock at night. The boys were just gone on their bikes all over the place with kids. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I would come back next year, except we're not allowed back in the state. <laughs> <laughs> so they do the kids weekend every year in, in early August, if you're interested in, in doing that. But if not, it's still a wonderful state park. There's a lot to do there. Absolutely. You can rent stand up paddle boards, kayaks, canoes, which obviously means there's a lake. It's part of a dam, um, which is kind of cool. You drive across the dam when you come into the park and the visitor center has a lot of history about the area. 
And of course, it's got all those old buildings that you can explore and a lot of trails, a lot of trails. And we didn't get to do any of the trails because we were so busy doing the family activities and obsessively looking for the medallion. Yeah. So it's a great state park. And I'm sure I don't know this for certain, but if they theme this weekend, I suspect that they have other themed weekends throughout the season as well. And it's definitely something to look into. I highly recommend Icelandic state park. It goes up there at the top of my list. It's some of my favorite state parks that we've been to. Absolutely. Especially for the price. You can't beat it. There are other state parks that we've been to that are even without the activities and stuff that are that nice. I mean, excellent showers and everything that are 40 bucks a night. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They do a really good job of balancing the cost, but then taking care of the park as well and encouraging families and encouraging people to come and then stay in the park and stay there and enjoy their time. So Icelandic state park, thank you for giving us such an incredible weekend and something really special to hold on to because what was to come down the pipeline for us, we really needed to have a good family foundation for. So, you know what we forgot to do? I don't because because we're out of practice (laughs) here. We forgot to do the answer to the brain teaser that people have been waiting like four weeks on. I have they, I mean, (sighs) or has it just been you that's been waiting as you motioned to me to give you the laptop? Have you been the one that's been waiting all of these weeks? (laughs) Look, cause I said there just wasn't going to be, there just wasn't going to be a brain teaser. So the, the last brain teaser I did went like this. Can you take four sevens and arrange them with any math symbols needed to make the total be 100? And the way you do it is you write out 77 divided by 0.77. That equals 100. So you're using math, the, the divided by sign, the slash and uh and a period. Thank you. Would be the word <laughs> seventy-seven slash point seven seven is seventy-seven divided by seventy-seven. Look, you can't even explain this in a way that like <laughs> divided by seventy-seven hundredths <laughs> equals one hundred. Who is our winner? Who is our smart, smart winner? This our winner is Kelly P from Rhode Island. Yes, Kelly. Thank you for waiting She'll as long as you did. Not all wonder our last T-shirt. And if math is not your thing. You can head over to teespring.com to the RV Miles store and get your own Not All Who Wander Are Lost. And you don't have to do a math equation to do so. We will link to it in the show notes. Okay, let's take a break. Yeah, and then when we come back, it's time to bring back Fresh Tank Black Tank. of the podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Wholesale Warranties. RVs break down. Trust us on this one. And with repair costs averaging $300 per hour between parts and labor, there's no time like the present to protect your life on the road with Wholesale Warranties. Wholesale Warranties is the leading provider of warranty protection in the RV community. With a focus on reliable coverage and customer service, Wholesale Warranties keeps you on the road where you belong. Don't let repair bills sideline your RV trip. Your RV will break, but with wholesale warranties, your budget doesn't have to. 
Get a free quote today so you can travel with peace of mind tomorrow. Visit WholesaleWarranties.com or call 800-939-2806 for your free quote. And the show is also brought to you by RV Repair Club. Whether you're already on the road, planning your next trip, or thinking about installing a few upgrades, RV Repair Club has you covered with step-by-step videos designed to make navigating the RV lifestyle a breeze. Have a question about the health of your black tank? And who doesn't have a question about the health of their black tank? There's a video for that. Or maybe your propane fridge is giving you some trouble no sweat there's a video for that too rv repair club's premium membership features thousands of professional how-to videos that will keep you informed and on the road unlock your premium membership today and head over to rv repair club and use code rv miles that's all one word at checkout to save 90 percent off your first year A full year of premium membership is only $5 for RV Miles listeners. Visit RVRepairClub.com and enter coupon code RVMILES to save 90% off your premium membership. You know, if you if you listen to the episode a couple weeks ago, last week was it last week? Yes, time flies when you're having fun. Last week's episode with David Solberg, and we're so happy to have RV Repair Club on as a sponsor. But if you listen to last week's episode, you know what kind of information you're going to be getting from RV Repair Club. They are just so knowledgeable about all this. And I'm really excited that we're going to have David on the show in the future again. I think he just really is. a He's a smart dude. They're they're good people. Yeah, they're really nice. So it's nice to have them on board. We didn't mention about Icelandic State Park, though. There's so much we haven't mentioned. it, 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 It goes along with uh <laughs> RVs breaking down and oh yeah we had our first flat that's right and uh and thankfully uh it was a very slow leak that happened we don't know it, it was a screw that was in in yeah. one of our trailer tires we think we picked it up through a construction zone yeah and and we don't know uh, how long it was there but it slow over the weekend we were parked at Icelandic State Park it slowly uh went flat because we Abby realized it because the trailer was leaning sideways. Yeah, can I look? I'm just going to I'm just going to say this too. So, we're in the trailer and I'm like, "Huh. Is it just me or does it really seem like we're leaning?" Like because it was the wheel that the slide is on. Okay, so I always feel like well, there's a little bit of a lean anyway. Nobody else feels it, well, but I do. Well, that's why I did. That's and I know. So that's why you weren't. You didn't. I dismissed it you because dismissed you me. say it every time you we dis- park. You dismissed me so hardcore. You were like, oh, that's just the wheels settling into the ground. And I was I like. say that. Uh, yeah, that's what you said. You were like, the the trailer's just settling. And I was like, hmm, okay, yeah, no, that's not what's going on. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I turned around and I walked out the door and I went over to the wheels and then I called your smarty pants out there and was like, I think this is a flat tire. <laughs> it, was very flat. it was not just a flat tire. It was completely flat. So, uh, I did a little, <sighs> shined my nails and then the next day unfortunately you spent the morning having to change the tire and i 
we made an, another stupid oh newbie we did mistake. oh we're just we're so noobs on this the worst part is i wrote an article about this exact same thing like, like a two, year ago two years ago uh most trailers aren't going to come with the the right lug wrench not going to come with a lug wrench at all, at all to take the wheel off and the one that the one for the truck i could use the jack from the truck but the lug wrench from the truck is the wrong size so I had to go find an auto parts store. Which thankfully there was one so, yeah, in that little town next to yeah, the state park. One, one grocery store and three auto parts stores. Yeah, well, but, thank goodness. But the first one I went to actually didn't have one. So, um, but now I've got a lug wrench that fits our, our trailer as well. And we changed, changed the tire. But, you know, luckily it happened at the campground or. It, Could you imagine if that flat. had happened on the road? Well, that's what, you know, a lot of people think these uh you know they blame the china bomb tires or cheap tires for for blowing and as david said uh last week that often it's because you're overweight but another reason why are we overweight because no, you know i am paranoid there, about there that. was a screw in our tire we I, pulled it out well but, i we but, need to get weighed again but people don't realize though that Often those blowouts are really just a flat that turned into a blowout because you get a puncture in your tire and it starts to go flat. But the other tire, if you've got, you know, two axles or three, the other tires are still holding the RV up. So that tire is continuing to spin without you knowing it's flat and it's heating up and it's heating up no. and it's heating up until it fails and, and the treads strip out and they fall apart and they whip around and they break everything. Right, which is, there. you know, this story sounds really familiar about this one time we owned a bus Yeah, and we had some tire issues on it yeah. and thankfully we stopped before it started doing that whipping around and rubber yeah. started flying everywhere thing. Exactly. So, you know, again, it could have been, it was a hassle and it was frustrating. And we thought, oh man, we've only had this thing like, you know, five weeks or whatever. And, but then we stopped and we looked at each other as we have so often done over the last month. And we said, whoa, this could have been a whole lot more than what it is a because we didn't have what we needed and that's on us again that's on us just like i don't know how to drive truck trailer that's on us we didn't have the things we needed to change that tire that's on us we we should know better and we didn't know better and it could have been worse and it wasn't and so we reset ourselves and we were like okay we're going to change this and we're going to be really thankful that we're changing it here at the campground yeah and yeah. then we're going to go on with our day much better to change it at a campground than, than on, on the side, side of the road somewhere. amen to that all right, it's time for what you've all been waiting for. <laughs> Our fresh tank, black tank segment. Abby, what is your fresh tank? Or do you want to start with black tank? Um, Which one do you want to start with? Let's let's start with black tank. All right, what's your black tank this week? Well, I mean, my obvious is this thing called Nocardia. So you don't have a black tank, so. you're saying. <laughs> No, you know what? I don't, Jason. I don't have a black tank this week. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. And you know why I don't have a black tank this week? Because I just have too many things to be thankful for. And after what has happened to us over the last three weeks, I'm still in a period of, of warmth in which I can't find anything to complain about. This, That's legit. This sounds awful like, like a fresh tank. No, my fresh tank 
I was going to give to all of the wonderful restaurants around here that keep doing these kids eat free because they are real helping me out. There you go. (laughs) Like I can't, I can take the kids Sunday, Monday and Tuesday for kids eat free or kids eat for like 99 cents, which when you were in the hospital is exactly what I did because I just couldn't, I couldn't handle cooking. I can't handle cooking right now anyway. Like if you have kids and you don't take advantage of kids eat free nights, you really ought to look Then I don't it. know why you're having kids. Because <laughs> you get real meals at real restaurants for cheaper Outside than of, McDonald's. Well, I mean, they get better meals than the Kraft macaroni and cheese their mom's going to make them at the house. <laughs> I, you know, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. So that they get the city of actually I'm going to just the city of Minot in general gets my fresh tank this week because not only have we found the community in regards to the kids eat free or even the fact that we have this monthly rental over at the KOA and thank goodness we could do that and it's affordable but just the community of Minot in general have been such really wonderful and warm people. And I've really enjoyed getting to know the community here and going around and, you know, I do a lot of driving. And so I'm, they get Minot North Dakota gets my fresh tank this week. Okay. So Jason, we'll start with the, the darker of the two, what is your uh, black tank this week? So I actually, I don't have a black tank. I have a gray tank. See, mm. cause there are positives and negatives to this. Okay. So, um, camping world, there's a oh, lot man. going on with camping world right now. I don't think I have the brain power to talk about camping world. Camping world, the nation's largest RV dealership. There's like 160 locations, right? They went on a big expansion spree last year. They, they made it rain. They bought. They just made it rain. They bought the all the bankrupt properties from Gander Mountain. So they bought all these Gander stores. They're slowly been turning them into either RV dealerships or outdoor stores. Sometimes it's a mix between. Um, they don't know what they want to do. Well, with Gander. they were kind of trying to do like an outdoor store with RVs, but not as many as a camping world, you know. Um, kind of like when you go to Cabela's and they have yes. about a dozen boats, you know, to look at instead of going to a boat dealership, which makes that, sense. Like yeah. that would have been really cool. Create something like a Cabela's and then have, you know, a limited variety of, of RVs and on they, your lot. And I've always thought the name camping world, they should have, you know, tent camping stuff and the other world stuff. of camping, but they don't. Yes, no. Um, so they went on this spree. They also bought a, uh, Uncle Dan's Outfitters. Our beloved Uncle Dan's. Erewhon um, and a couple others. They've now uh, they've now dumped those companies that they, those outdoor outfitters that they've. they've they uh, dumped they Gander too? They, they didn't dump Gander. They're okay. keeping the Gander name. And it seems like they're actually turning some camping worlds into Ganders. And part of that, I think, is a, is a PR move because Camping World doesn't have the greatest reputation say what and and i think part of it is them trying to find ways to you know okay this is a different company but they're also trying to prove the reputation of the camping world name and they really are trying very hard right now they've made a concerted effort there's a facebook group called the camping world experience where people go to complain complain about camping world (laughs) the ceo of of camping world marcus limonis who's also the star of the prop the prophet on CNBC 
where he goes and helps businesses and uh, would you feel confident if Marcus Lamonis rolled up into your business and was like, here, let me help you save your business? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I, anyway, he joined this Facebook group. Amazing. Himself. And he, and they have at Camping World, they've pointed, appointed a um, sort of a fixer person whose sole job it is to, is to take escalated complaints and try to make them right so this is like restaurant impossible <laughs> a little except bit. in the rv so it's like rv impossible now i've been following it closely in this group and there's mixed results some people have been finally getting resolution for problems that they've had for a long time and some people uh have not been happy with the results they're getting i i will say it always comes down to me though that it seems like most of the problems are manufacturer related, not dealership related. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this, you and I, that at what point are we going to start turning our eyes away from the dealer and to the manufacturer? Like, when yeah. are we going to start turning our frustration that X, Y, and Z broke and stop blaming the dealer for the break and start talking more about the manufacturer? Now, your ability to get those things repaired that frustration is valid. I'm not talking about what happens after the item breaks. I'm talking specifically about how angry we get at dealerships because our RV is crap. Yeah. Well, the dealer didn't make your RV. No. And there are the manufacturer did. There are plenty of legit complaints about camping. Oh yes, absolutely. But as I've said time and time again too, they're also the biggest RV dealership. Uh, there's nobody anywhere near as big as they are. So we don't, hear about the others and there are other dealerships that are just as bad. So if you have two, three dealerships in your town and that's the only options you have to buy an RV, that doesn't necessarily mean Camping World is going to be the worst. No, it's just a trickle down effect and we need to start looking at the very top yeah. and paying more attention to what's going on in Elkhart because it's Elkhart that's putting these together and then sending them to the dealers. And then it's the dealers that have to deal with the wrath of the customer. I'll say too, I think the deal, I think the, the manufacturers are, are beginning to come around on this. They, you know, the market is down. This is what's happening to camping world. I guess I didn't finish saying what's going on with camping world. They, they, they've dumped those businesses. Their stock is in the toilet. I mean, it's gone down like 70% this year. Um, so they're they're in a little bit of a rough spot because they spent all this money on expanding just before RV sales dropped drastically, dropped Can over twenty percent. So they're they're feeling they're reeling from this drop in RV sales, but this I think this drop in RV sales will be good on the manufacturer end because they've been whipping out way too many at a time and not taking the time to do them right. I hope so. And I hope that when we do bounce back and we start to see a climb in sales again, that these manufacturers take the lessons that they have learned and they apply those to when they are starting to produce more and more yeah. because we shouldn't as the consumer have to have a product that is crap just because everyone else is buying a product right now too. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to wait until manufacturers are suffering and can't, you know, are having a hard time in order to get an RV that meets what I'm paying for it. So for instance, I just read that Keystone 
RVs. They're, the Keystone uh, plant has added a quality control facility, brand new state-of-the-art quality control facility that every single RV they make goes through a thorough inspection before it it goes to the dealership. A lot of a lot of RV manufacturers are just they build them, they don't check them over, then they send them to the dealership, and it's on the dealer to do what's called a PDI pre-delivery inspection. But they don't even and, really and find do those that. And fix them. And no, they don't. I was not at all satisfied with no. our PDI, but you know, again, that's kind of on me. If I had looked a little bit harder before we drove it off the lot, I probably would have said, Hey, you know, ABC over here, yeah. you didn't do that. And you said you were going to, you know, lesson learned on our part, but I shouldn't have to learn that lesson. This is what you said you were going to do. This is what I paid for. You should do it. You know, to jump back to Camping World for just a second, I, in regards to all the things they bought, they just went and they just gobbled up all this stuff. I have never felt like they knew what to do with it all yeah. once they had it. You know, we have a couple of Uncle Dan's in Chicago, like one on Southport and one up in Skokie. And we love Uncle Dan's. It's just one of those that feels like a little mom and pop, like small business that we would go into. And they had a very small stock but what they had was great. And they kind of plunked themselves down into communities that like to support small business. And I never really felt like once Camping World acquired them, they knew what to do with them. The same with Gander. Like I think for a while there, it was going to become this giant online retailer. Well, if you're going to get into the online game, you have to have an online presence. Where has Gander been? Where has the Gander name been since Camping World bought it? It's always just been Camping World owns Gander and we might do X, Y, Z. You know, we really liked Gander Mountain that we liked going into those stores. And I just I feel like they they there was no direction. It was just like, look, we're really big and we're going to go buy everything. Then we'll figure it out once we've bought it. Now so, they have buyer's remorse. So now Camping World is taking the opposite tack. They're they're they've dumped those stores, but they're also going to be closing dozens of Camping World stores. The ones that don't sell RVs, there 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 are a few dozen camping world stores that do not sell RVs. They just sell RV accessories, you know, so it's right. just like the store inside. They are, they're going to close most of those and uh, add RVs to those that they don't close. So they're really going to go back to doubling down on focusing on just RVs now. And, uh, and, you know, and the, and the accessories that you can get with them. I'm not sure how that's going to play out for them, but you know, I wish them luck because there's a lot of stores out there and a lot of people call Camping World home. That's their employer. And I don't want to see, you know, tons of people start losing their jobs over something like this. So, you know, I hope that they get it figured out. Yeah. Maybe Marcus Lamonis needs to have his show, The Prophet, like come and fix <laughs> his Camping World. He, he, needs to, he needs to do an episode on himself. <laughs> Maybe Marcus Lamonis needs to have Marcus Lamonis come to Camping World. I don't know. Anyway, Jay, what is your fresh tank this week? My fresh tank is the FMCA. Uh, uh, of course, yeah. when my issue happened, we were at the FMCA's 100th convention here in Minot. Um, and everyone there was so wonderful and helpful to Abby. Um, and not just the FMCA. Can I, can I add to your fresh tank sure. and just say the people attending? Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, you know, the, the membership just, yeah. and it's a membership organization. It's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's operated by members. Yeah. Um, everyone, the vendors, everyone was so 
so wonderful and helpful to us there. We, the time we were there, we got to meet a whole lot of people. We got to meet some wonderful listeners, some listeners that actually ended up helping us. Yeah. You know, well, I think it's worth, yeah, I think it's worth mentioning that joy and Mike who we have long wanted to meet for a while now, just when they knew something was going on and I know that they'll hear this and I've said this to them a few times, but I want them to know. And I want everyone listening to know that these are two, these are, these are good people. Like they're just, they couldn't do enough. They took the boys to the zoo. They took the boys for the whole day and they gave them this most wonderful experience where they were creating really good memories with our kids. While there was a lot of, Oh, I don't think I can talk about it. I'm going to get emotional. They showered us with love and support and they didn't even know us. The only way they know us is that they listen to us every week and uh, they took care of our boys and they gave me peace of mind and uh, just thank you, Joy and Mike. And thank you to everybody else. I totally stole your fresh tank from you. Okay. (laughs) But I do, I do want to mention, though, that, you know, part of what makes FMCA membership so great um, and they're not an advertiser. Uh, they used to be. But you should get a membership because one thing that's really going to help us out is their travel assist program. Their travel assist program is exactly for stuff that happens like what happened to us. It's not roadside assistance. They sell roadside assistance separately. But the travel assist program is for when you have sort of a medical emergency and you're far from home, they will take care of getting you and your RV back home. So if we need to, when we're we're done with this treatment up here, the FMCA is going to pay to fly us home. Their travel assist program is going to pay to fly us back to my parents' house. And that's peace of mind that, you know, it's not something I would have thought of really but that you know that's seven i think it's 79 dollars a year now yeah and you know i have to say too that i didn't and i wasn't i was not gonna cry this podcast (laughs) and i'm sitting over here crying it was um an fmca member who came up to the trailer and who saw that i was back there and he was back there with my friend grant we were gonna load it up and move it to the koa who came over i think he's the vice president of international membership or something. I can't remember. Those days were so blurry. Came over and said, check that you have this, use it. And if you have trouble, you call me. I heard what happened. This is something that can help you guys. Cause I hadn't even thought about it. My head was exploding at that point. No pun intended. And (laughs) (laughs) I don't And just him coming over there helped put that in my brain because I wasn't thinking about it. And then from there, my friend Jenny started looking into it. She's been our angel and she's handled so many things for me that I just couldn't think about. And so um, it's it's a it's a real blessing to have that. And it's a peace of mind to have that. And I think that that's a really nice fresh tank to have this week. I'm just like sitting over here crying now. Thanks, Jay. All right. Let's lighten things up (laughs) and wrap this episode up with a new brain teaser. In which sport do you use shoes made completely out of metal? There's a sport that you use shoes 
that are completely made out of metal? What sport is it? If you think you know the answer, go to the link in the show notes or visit rvmiles.com slash brain teaser. Yes, that sounds answer. right. <laughs> <laughs> and you can answer. There's a, it's a little form you can answer on. Or there's there's also the form will be at the bottom of the show notes as well. So check that out. The show notes are, as always, at rvmiles.com slash the episode number. And this episode is number one. Zero nine. And finally, before we get out of here, we want to remind everybody and remind ourselves about cell service. We are going to roll this out next week. So this is literally your last call for cell service. We want to hear from you. What is the one piece of gear you cannot live without when you go camping? And we want you to call 773-769-7769. I promise I will not answer. Neither will Jason. And you can just leave us a little message and let us know what is this piece of gear that you can't live without when you go camping. And this is going to be a new segment that we roll out maybe every, you know, four, five, six weeks. And we would love to hear from you. Also, the America's National Parks podcast continues to roll on. And in just a few days time, probably Monday, Tuesday of this week, we'll have a new episode out. And it is going to be on the Awani Hotel in Yosemite, which has had a very colorful history. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to tease it. All right. All right. So everyone thank you so much for listening thank you so much for continuing to be there for us as we navigate these new and unusual waters thank you jason for not dying (laughs) and coming back welcome thank you and for coming back and joining me today on the podcast because this was a whole lot more fun than when i sit there and just look at the notes on the computer so happy to be back all right we will see you guys next week if you have any questions or suggestions for us we are over at editor at rvmiles.com and of course we're all across the social medias so come find us we're at the rv miles facebook group we're on facebook instagram twitter youtube also ourwanderingfamily.com that's where we're at if you want to see just the randomness of life right now in minot north dakota but until next week y'all know the drill please go out and do it for us because we're not doing it right now keep logging those rv miles bye everybody bye